Oh, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome. It's... Ah, man. We, we, that's what we do. We do this shit kind of shit. Yo, welcome to the Chocolate Gumbo Podcast, baby. Chocolate Gumbo, hey. Chocolate Gumbo. Yeah, we tried to do that. That was the first time, but fuck it. We're going to let it ride anyway. You know what I'm saying? Ride, <laughs> we hope you had a good weekend because we know damn sure we did. And that's the question that we like to ask every beginning of the show is, how was your weekend? You know what I'm saying? How was your weekend, Kendra? Hey, um, my weekend was, uh, I worked a lot this weekend, but I did get out and have a little bit of fun. Um, Sunday, I came out and got to see you at Chemistry. Um, well, before Sunday, Saturday, we celebrated my grandmother's passing. Um, she actually didn't want to be cremated. Um, she passed away sometime in December. So this Saturday, my cousin rented this little spot. It was really nice, and we celebrate her life with the things she likes to do. Her favorite color is red. That lady loves money. So we had a casino theme and we celebrated her life on Saturday. And then Sunday I, I tipped outside and got to see uh, uh, my boy over here at Chemistry doing his thing. And it was amazing. Thank you, I thank you, thank you. you. Kendra gave me a piece of a weekend, see that? <laughs> so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all didn't sit around crying and sad because your grandmama used to get it in? Well, I, I think I was the only one that cried that day. I felt like once I got in there and I saw, you know, the things that, you know, were honoring her, I'm like, man, she really gone. And and, that, and my this grandmother is my mother's mother. Mm -hmm. My mother hasn't even been there two years mm -hmm. yet. And, mm -hmm. you know, all of those emotions came back a little bit. But we did. We partied. We enjoyed her. They... <laughs> My grandmother loved money so much that they had the little strip of thing that you shoot Lord, the money out. Lord, mercy. They had singles so at the grandmama like, celebration. Because no, this baby don't want y'all sad. She wants y'all gambling, put on some red, and put some money in the air. This girl walking around there talking about, talking about uh, Niecy, Niecy, Niecy love money. You know, Niecy love money just shooting $100 bills in the air. And I'm like, this is the most west side is. I don't want to say ghetto A, but we lived our life. My grandmother lives her life up until she died. She died at 87. She never, she lived a young life until she died. Okay. Uh -huh. So all this energy y'all see me with, I get it from my mother and my granny. So y'all gambled and, and had strippers with dollars. No <laughs> Lord. That's how you turn Man, up. I miss granny and I ain't never met the baby, but I miss granny. Man, granny like to gamble. Shit, let's roll, baby. <laughs> Straight to Vegas, granny on a hot street. Shit. That part that is so dope, Keith. What you do this weekend, man? Man, comedy, 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 comedy is my main source of everything right now. Being an entertainer, being able to meet, collab, do shows, create shows, uh, uh put the work in behind the scenes, be the face in front of the scenes, be the man on the stage. Uh, we had a gigantic comedy show Friday. Um, Small Praise Report. I was brought in to be the host of the comedy show when we started at Tavern on the Green. Shout out to Tavern on the Green. Um, I was just a host, and it was a situation where I could just come in, be a good host, learn how to host, learn how to maintain the room, and move on. Things evolved and transpired to where now I have the first comedy show where they had two shows at Tavern on the Green. Instead of just giving us a set, like we'll get a live band to do one set and then we'll get your comedy show to do the other set. Friday was the first first time in Tavern on the Grange history, short history, that we had two comedy shows in one night. And not only comedy shows, these was all-star 
comedy shows. So the Chicago people that I booked on the show was already elite Chicago comedians and comedians across the world, not just Chicago comedians. T Murph, shout out T Murph, Hulu Woke, and uh, he was on Jimmy Fallon recently. And uh, shout out my sis, Jess Niche. When I say Jess Niche is one of them people that's about to take the country by storm. This lady is superbly funny. Her work ethic is crazy. She's on tour with the most popular comedians in the game right now. And other comedians came out. Uh, M Dubs, uh, Lily Mason, uh, my boy Harold Pierre did a feature and Mojo Brooks, uh, Mr. James <laughs> popped out on me. So when I'm telling you big things is cracking. And then of course I did the next day after that, I did Tavern on the Grange, uh, B Space and Brunch with my boy RJ Mitchell and Gumbo Music, the band. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sunday I did a, a, another brunch. I did a uh, 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 a dispensary brunch where we uh, partook in different infused uh, items. So I was floating for the rest of the day and uh, I'm here now, you know. Uh, my daughter just went back to school. Thank God for the school system. <laughs> oh my God, Christmas break is over. I am so glad this little Negro is out of my damn business and out of my house. But yeah, so this weekend was great. RJ, fearless leader. Well, how was your weekend, bro? You know what? This this weekend was pretty cool, man. Um. Mm -hmm. Friday, I I talked to you Friday. I, I was thinking about coming. I was tired. I was I thinking about I coming for the comedy actually, show. Did you go? I, I, go I was about to ask Kendra. I was going to I was going to front Kendra off. I was like, so, so you, you only hung out with me I on the weekend? Huh? You hang out with weekend. I had to tap in about them, you know. I forgot I did that. I'll be doing so much. She forgot about the big giant show. Everybody, the reason why we have Kendra as a part of <laughs> the chocolate gumbo podcast is because she's a butterfly. She's a beautiful black butterfly, socialite. She loves being out. Not only is she a mother, she's a sister, she's a daughter, she's a friend. She's uh she loves to do she's a karaoke queen, like oh. one of the reigning queens of karaoke. Uh she she's an active member in society when my ass be at home and with my, my underwear on. License, so and she I'm got a bartender license, real estate, too. do hair, make wigs. <laughs> I'm talking about she does it all. My ass be at the house, so we need her on the podcast because she be out doing shit, seeing shit, talking to people, a lady about, about the town, us. so all day, all night. But yeah, so yeah, so we got <laughs> her because hey, it wouldn't be no gumbo without her. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. But to finish the weekend, you know, Saturday we did Beast Basin Brunch again. Plug to have on Lagrange. Y'all come to Chicago Land area, come and check us out. Me and Big Keith, Beast Basin Brunch, and then Sunday I did a brunch earlier at Tribe. Uh, that's on Lake Street. Uh, what's it called West Loop? I think like that's West Loop, Chicago. It's called Tribe Separate Club. Did a brunch earlier oh, that yeah. day, and then we went to Chemistry. And Kendra came over and hung out with me there. And we had my homegirl Jennifer Jones singing. She was awesome as usual. Chemistry is a very dope uh, steakhouse. Very new, very new, very new too. Uh, steakhouse in uh, uh, High Park, High Illinois. Park, yeah. So. So we did that this weekend, and now we back here, you know, just getting it, getting this show on, man, doing what we love best, man, and that's talking to you about different crazy situations. Talking about crazy situations, we got a whole laundry list going on, huh? Well, you know, in the in the world nowadays, uh, everybody has their own opinion, and with the internet and all these social media, because it used to be the bloggers, the bloggers used to file in, and it would be these the. Uh, what do they call the magazines? The uh, the, the, the newscasters. Not the newscasters. Not reporters. 
the 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 media tabloids and tabloids. stuff like that, it right? It used to be tabloids, tabloids only. Tabloids. The tabloids, it was a billion dollar industry in the 90s yeah. because there was no internet. There was no was Google some shit and figure everything. out what's going on. You had to go to the grocery <laughs> store, get all your groceries, and then you see the Inquirer and all the other dumbass, well, not dumbass, but uh, 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 star live based. Like, they based their whole existence off the life of stars. That's what they do. That's how they got their money. So, the paparazzi, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, it so it, it evolved from that to then the internet came out, but they didn't have a lot of social They, they The internet came out, but there was no social media. So, then came the bloggers and the uh, uh, uh like um, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. You know what I mean? Review sites. It's the sites where, where before you buy something and before you go see it, you're going to go to the site Let's check it out to see what they say, to see what the, 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 the casters say. So now we have uh, one of the biggest stars in the world, Lizzo. Everybody shout out. Can I get some applause for Lizzo? We from love the, Lizzo. We love Lizzo. We love Lizzo. But um, being a plus size black woman in a society where they can't wait to tear you down she has half the people supporting her and half the people tearing her down and there's a sound bite sound clip of her by video clip of her on a beach and uh, somewhere exotic naked with a bra and panties on well a bikini a bikini two be two piece bikini and she's going in about everybody having an opinion about her weight and she's insinuating that she had some work done Mm. And she's really mad that people like, are you okay now, everybody? Are you okay? I'm I'm confused. Yeah, I'm confused too. Well, I, hold on. You saying Lizzo mm-hmm. that 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 Lizzo is tired of the body shaming? It's tired of body shaming. <laughs> yeah, what's the? Is that hard to believe, RJ? Nah, she big people get be, no, 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 no. I'm not people I'm, get work done and and don't get the big chop, bro. You go in there and get a little bit at a time. <laughs> you don't have to be skinny because you I'm got a little work saying, done. I, I, I don't think she had no work done. I think she was just saying it. Like I think she was just insinuating different things mm, about. I don't know. She 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 said, "Why did you get? Why did you get a BBL or whatever?" Like, but I don't know. Every BBL she got a BBL. RJ. Wait a minute. She is. I said she. Where's the clip? She I, mentioned. I, I to don't it. have. Uh, Jesus she mentioned Christ. to it. She mentioned to it. She didn't say she did it. Okay. Right. She's talking about the people who always have an opinion. Right. She's okay, talking about the body shamers, the okay. people who were in the comments or whatever she does. Like, you already had to know that they told Lizzo to lose weight before she first started. You had yeah. to know that she had to deal with. Not only can I represent uh, women, black women big black woman. I can represent little women. I can represent any woman type shit. So just like they did to um, Adele. Remember they told they were messing with Adele and Sam Smith, telling them they was too big to be a star. I mean, that's always been a part of the music industry, though. You know, uh, I, I can't necessarily speak for comedy, um, but I know just coming up in music, that's, that's always been an, an acting. Right. But, you know, I know coming up in music, that's always been a big deal about like weight or size. And then don't talk about women. You know what I'm saying? It's it's worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's Modeling. always been yeah, it's always been 20 times worse for women, period. But it's like even guys got it. I can remember Ruben Stutter. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. You know, his weight and that whole that whole thing, and with his career, that was just a big deal. So it's like um I don't understand what she feels because I feel like society actually had her back about being big more than anybody else. 
And that was the source of her frustration because she don't know who's supporting and she don't know who's hating. But RJ, say what you want to say, RJ. Say what you want to say. But why be frustrated if, you know what I'm saying, you chose to come out as this big girl? Yeah, I I don't understand what the frustration... I don't understand what her frustration is. If she's happy to be big, then why does it even matter what anybody else says? You know, I I don't really understand her frustration will be behind it. Like I said, I have to hear the clip. You know, you did play the clip. Mm -hmm. We have to hear. I wish I could hear it again. I I actually didn't have it on me. But just to get a fresh idea about it, you, is it is somebody you put it to the microphone or something? I got it, I got it, RJ. But what I'm saying is, the, it, it, for me, it's the fact that not only are you a plus size woman, you 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 moderately, you're not just on the tip of plus size. You you're a full size person. Like you you be juicy everywhere. She it ain't like she just big up top and don't have big legs. You know what I mean or a big butt. Like to be to be respectful. Lizzo is very voluptuous from top to bottom. I'm sure she's got big cat. She's athletic too. Do you know how hard it is to dance and sing for a full routine? For you know, RJ. Yeah, it's hard, regardless. Because you're not really a dancer. You're you're not not really a dancer. You feel me, RJ? You're not really a dancer. I ain't never seen you dance, but vocally you're unmatched. You know what I'm saying? When you're in your zone, but when you singing and dancing, that takes a level of physical fitness that that is really hard to find you know what i mean like you can't just do that you gotta be physically fit and she was saying that you know what i mean everybody has their own opinion and well my thing is decorum if you don't want nobody talking about it don't show it now what's that where was where was this from that she was on the beach somewhere this is a psa she said okay ads the freaking ads always mess up the moment so, yeah, that's just going to take too long to come up. But, yeah, R- RJ was saying that people don't want you to, to to look unhealthy as well. And I'm like, just because you're big doesn't mean you're unhealthy. Let's let's stop the stigmata. There's some skinny people that are really unhealthy. And a big person, big and eating and don't exercise and live to 80 years old while the little motherfucker died at, at, at 50 because you had a heart attack. About, like, so body, the she size of your body... body yeah, she, she said, said her body was art, and no, it is. It is. Her body is art, okay. and she's presenting art to everybody. Her body. So, okay. Do you agree with that or no? I mean, she uh, she has a right. She has a right to believe her body is art. Um, I like what Keith said. He did make a valid point about being skinny don't necessarily mean healthy, and but I don't necessarily think being big necessarily means healthy either, though. You know, that just. That's just me. I'm not saying it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean you're just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? As you know, but it doesn't mess mean you're the unhealthiest person. And 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 I've seen bigger people that's that eat better than smaller people, you know what I'm saying? And work out and, and got stamina that can move. I seen that personally. So I do agree with that, but I'm just gonna leave it out there. Being big don't necessarily mean you're 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 not not healthy, if that makes sense. Well, we want everybody to be healthy, you know, and sometimes having that type of body frame kind of does mean that you could be unhealthy in some type of way. Um, You got all type of you got diabetes, you got heart problems, all these things going on in the world today. So, you know, we just want everybody to be healthy and whatever your body type is, as long as you're healthy, healthy, celebrate it. Do you love it? Go ahead, ahead, RJ. Go ahead. Now, I, I, I agree with loving yourself. 
and and loving what you have and, mm-hmm. and accepting you. But and but in the same time, you don't have to. I don't feel like you have to accept that as your end result because you love it or or, or love where you at. You feel what I'm saying? Like I could be slow. I'm okay. I know I'm slow. I could love me and I'm slow, but I know I'm trying to run faster. I could still work towards running fast and yeah. still love that I'm not the fastest. You know what I'm saying? If, if, I don't know if I'm making sense. All I'm saying is Lizzo is a multi-talented, a young female African-American who is not the stereotypical body size of frame that modern day civilization has brought us to want to be. Okay. But at the same time, taken from me, I've been a big dude my whole life. Even when I was at my youngest, I still was kind of hefty. That's why I would never want Lizzo to hear this and take this to offense, especially after we said Tavalon Range. But um, we don't talk about Lizzo and Tavalon Range at all. But um, I've been a big dude my whole life. Like I was a big kid. Like I was the kid that was kind of chunkier than all the other kids. You know what I'm saying? So for a while, when we was like five to eight, I was just as fast as all the other kids because I had more muscle mass. I had more body mass. So I had to move more. So my muscles were stronger then. Then, you know what I'm saying? Everybody about 9, 10, 11, 12, they kind of thinned out. You feel me? So they get more twitch fiber muscles where I was still kind of a big kid. You feel me? So I was always like stocky big, right? So as I got older and ate more and worked out less, I got, when I was in my 30s, I got to like 300 pounds. But I was at my best still operating with that much weight and the older I got my system slowed down so then I had to lose weight to match how my system is processing food and my activity level so Lizzo how old is Lizzo got to be like 25 Lizzo she, young. She got a, she, I think she's under uh, 30 Lizzo is in her 20s boy this lady does our concerts boy travels the country boy this lady is healthy. She's 34. She's she 34. She's still in her prime then. She's 34, still in her prime, on tour all over the country, making hundreds of millions of dollars or generating it. You feel me? If she's not making it. So to be able to fly, right, have a diet regimen to where you can go and be on a plane, off a plane, do a concert, get leave the concert, pack up, go to, a, or if you're not doing a weekend, Go to another. So she is on the road. So she has to eat right. She has to be in tip top condition to do all the things she's doing. So for people to say that she's big and she, but she is healthy. She's sweating and she, she a millionaire. So her diet got to be immaculate. Somebody cooking for her. She ain't going to all these and eat no bullshit. Do you understand? So Lizzo, God bless you. Respectfully, we're just talking about this topic because you you sharing it on the PSA because everybody's going through it. You just going through it at the top level. You at the top top. You're a crossover mainstream artist. People in Europe and Germany and Greece and Rome, not just black people in or in black areas. You are transforming lives all across this world. So God bless you. Keep being the UUI. If you a juicy motherfucker, be a juicy motherfucker. If you a slim motherfucker, be a slim motherfucker. If you dark skin, start a motherfucking podcast called Chocolate <laughs> Gumbo and help people realize that you ain't got to be light skin to be pretty. This is our whole mantra of why this podcast was important because no matter who you are, what you look like, you matter. matter. Yeah, you yeah. matter. That's true. So next topic. Oh, oh okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, lady and gentlemen, and ladies and gentlemen, out in the, we only are talking about this topic because it's important to know uh, people's lives uh, are, are, are of the most high value. And this topic is important because 
of the mixture between big money, sports, race, commentators, and athletes. So this next topic is very important. Um, his name is Demar Hamlin. Yes. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, I believe he was delivering the heat. I think he's a defensive back. Yeah. Not not, not somebody there. Not somebody that's that has the ball that needs to be attacked. This man was on the attack, flew in to make a play, made the play, got up and collapsed on the field. And that happens a lot with uh modern day uh sports that are such uh high high volume contact and high velocity contact, such as football, hockey, soccer. You know what I mean? It's a lot of rough sports, but football, you guys got equipment. You know what I mean? Y'all got metal and fiberglass. Yeah, y'all got metal that y'all can aim and hit somebody with. So it's a big crushing, big impact. The man, um, it, 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 according to reports, NFL, uh, according to multiple news sources, um, according to them, he either flatlined once or twice on the field. Wow. I was watching it live. I was watching it live and with modern day sports, injuries are a big part of the game. Right. Uh, injury can end your season. Like if it's the right person, so or the wrong person, whatever you want to call that. But injuries can mess up the whole season. And football, modern day football, a, a billion dollar industry, right? Billion, multi billion dollar industry, hundred billion dollar industry. So um, these games must happen. It's a lot riding on this, Soki. So Skip Bayless from the Undisputed Podcast made a tweet. Like everybody's understanding, everybody knows what we got to go on. Skip Bayless made a tweet. Uh, saying that, yes, no doubt the game, the NFL should postpone this game, but how? A game of this magnitude? A game that this that is so crucial to the end of the season, which all seems so irrelevant now. He made a double-ended post and not delete. He left it up there, and it was backlash throughout sports not just the NFL, but the highlight is always on the NFL because of the head injuries, the, the trauma that these guys have been going through and guys have been killing themselves and the Aaron Hernandez story where the man had so much head trauma from over and over that he lost his uh, uh, control of his violent tendencies and started doing dumb shit and tripping and tweaking and got killed eventually. So, or killed himself, I think. So um, the, uh, what is it? What I forgot what it's called. It's a CTE, CTE, CTE. Do you research people? So, uh, for the trade-off of having a million-dollar job, you can potentially be wrecking your health for the rest of your life. And I think the players and a lot of commentators is like, bro, <laughs> how could you? It was just tasteless, and it didn't show no care for him to make that type of tweet to me. Um, as we can see, most people feel like money is the most important thing, but people's lives are important, too. We can't, we can't get that back, so... Him to, to literally tweet that what within hours or an hour of it happening? No, that well, was just, I think that was while it was happening. While, while, was, while he was, was just, on the field, motionless. It was crazy. I mean, but yeah, because I mean, he was on the field. He he was on the field uh, getting administered CPR. Yeah, yeah. At that point, I if somebody broke their leg, and um, and we he said that or felt like that because history has shown that. The person is okay. They had an injury, and it's a little different knowing with um, sports, especially football. We we you kind of expect that with the sport, even with my son, my 
he's playing, he coming up playing high school football, kids get injured. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even in kid football, ki- your kid will get it. Somebody gets mm-hmm. get injured. Mm-hmm. It happens every year. You know, uh, arm broke, leg broke. It happens because it's football. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's follow football or that have kids in football, they're really a fan of the game. It happens. Mm-hmm. So we expect that. But that wasn't an injury. That wasn't a regular injury, bro. The man stood up yeah. and passed out. Listen, anytime somebody falls, you can tell how they fall. Kind of like if you're watching a lot of sports, you can tell how they fall. You're trying to put it in your mind. Oh, that's an ankle. That's a knee. Yeah. He, he tweaked his hip. He tweaked his back. Or with the concussion protocol now, guys have been completely out because the, the velocity is so hard and the impact is so much that they're completely out. And 20, 30 years ago, your coach would be like, stop being a bitch and get in there and play. And you dazed like a motherfucker and nobody know. But now with the CTE research and the focus on it, if they think you got a concussion, you they taking your helmet protocol. You feel me? So they're putting in safety mechanisms only after people have been getting hurt. So when he fell, he didn't fall forward and brace his fall. He didn't fall to the side, favor his knee. He stood straight up and went straight backwards with his hands up and faced up. So that means you have to be completely passed out because you didn't even try to brace your fall. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, he wasn't even. So you knew, I knew right away because, like I said, I'm an athlete. Or ex-athlete, I ate my way out the game, but that ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> when you when you know a certain things about body posture and you know what I'm saying how people fall, when you see somebody fall backwards with their hands up, then people is get them people immediate medical care. And I think that's a lot of things too. It's so rare we see people in in a uh, medical distress uh, type of situation that we don't know how to react. Like if you see somebody choking on the peppermint, you don't know what to do. You sh- you shook like they shook, so we need to be more aware of what's really going on. And when they sat on that field for ten minutes, I'm like, damn, bro, must be fucked up. Is he talking? He ain't moving. And they had them all completely surrounded. They would the cameras couldn't get in there to him. No. Then twenty minutes went past. I'm like, damn, they they had commercial again. Then thirty minutes went past. Then they went to the locker room. Yeah, it's, it gets scary because he got after he got carted off. Everybody went to the locker room. I'm like, oh, okay, they're just going to regroup and get some Gatorade. And then they start packing up the equipment. I said, oh, what you say? This, I was saying N-word at the time. Uh, all respects to Mar Hamlin. Uh, he's in full recovery, by the way, also. Um, I said, this nigga must be hurt. He must be fucked up. If they packing up the equipment, he, he must, I was saying that, uh, the inevitable at that time that I wish I thought it had to be if they doing all of this, but I'm not thinking that the game is more important than this. That's what I'm saying. As the moment was, you know what I'm saying? Moving you, your mind starts wrapping further and further around the enormity of what's happening. Yeah. So I'm like, damn dude must be, he got to be. If you playing a game, th- this is my thing. If I don't care what you're doing right at any profession, I don't care the biggest professionals in the world. Right, if something happened and you're, well, you're a comedian. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. doing a comedy thing, and something like that happened to a fellow comedian that you're with, or audience member, like on stage, yeah. Okay, or just anything like that, right? That take you out the game mentally. It ain't no show. The crowd ain't into it. Who's want to see a football game? Nobody. Nobody. At the end, fuck that game. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just what it, that's just what it becomes. That they teammates, his teammates, they crying and emotional. It's just you're not even in the game. The opponents, the, uh, the, the opposing, opposing team, team was is the, the one, same way. There's yeah. the first, I think they was the first uh uh, uh people to administer life-saving uh uh aid to this man, I believe. It was the it was the you know what I mean. They yeah, was, but they was they was working together to say because the at this moment there's nothing more important in this man's life. life. That's it. And you know it goes higher up, RJ. Okay. Any big corporation has people at the bottom and people at the what? At the top. top. So Amazon, you know what I mean? <laughs> the, the Jeff Bezos and them could give a damn if a worker I, I'm not gonna say could give let me stop. Let me stop. Let me take that back. Big corporations care less about what it takes to make the bottom work. Okay? Period. Point blank. I'm not going to take away. We can edit that out. Big corporations, the people at the top, care less what it takes to make the bottom work as long as you make it work. You feel me? Right. And there were people at both ends of this spectrum, RJ. We care about life. We was worried about this man's life, but it was it could have been a small percentage of people that, that Skip was representing in that tweet. You know what I'm saying? No doubt the NFL postponed this game. No doubt. But how? That that right there defeats the prone of you even saying anything, exactly. Mr. Bayless. It, it was it was it was very insensitive. And my thing of it is this this what I'm saying. We can all, I don't care what where you from, what race, none of that. We all can say that we all value life and family. Period. Wherever walk of life you're from, we all some most of us value life especially people that we love and care about right so if you see somebody's playing a game or doing something they love and he's a young man and doing it and something happened and that's your thought what if that was your son what if that was your wife Ernestine that he talks about all the time what if that was her you know what I'm saying and 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 you would want the world to stop Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you in distress mm -hmm. and you feel that helplessness mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we're people that 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 have that went through tragic loss mm -hmm. felt that helpless moment mm -hmm. you wanted everything to stop so to say that that the how can they stop that is very insensitive and you should take it down if we got to be sensitive about what we say about people sexual orientations mm -hmm. we can't be sensitive about what we say about life that, that doesn't make the sense. Most sensitive. I mean, because we cannot get that back. It was just I, that tweet should definitely come down. Like, yeah, and he should be penalized for that. Yeah. If somebody said right. something about derogatory about somebody race or religion or, 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 you know what I'm saying? Then that would be wrong. And we all agree on that. RJ, there's a bigger point. Uh, there were some opinions chimed in across, like I say, sports. Uh, my boy, Steven Jackson, um, he said that had that been a particular player that Skip Bayless prefers over any other football player in the history of football, I'm not going to say his name because we don't want nobody to get injured, but had that been another particular player or a player of more higher value, then Skip's opinion would have been different. Um, and that's the twist of it. That's the twist of it. This guy was a no-name African-American player who got his contract, worked his butt off his whole life, very talented, young, healthy, just so happened to almost die on the field and fuck up big money. 
It wasn't even a player of that caliber. So if it was another player, he probably would have been had a, oh man, this is this is this is huge. I can't believe this happened. They have to play this game over. He would have been Skid would have had to take Hall off work if that would have happened to Tom Brady. Oh Lord, I didn't want to say the name. The <laughs> man said it. the name. I'll say it. If that would have happened to Tom Brady, Skip would have jumped through the TV. He would have called off. He never misses a day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That dude is one of the hardest working cats. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to doing that job, you know, with that. But that was very insensitive. You remember, you remember in Django when uh when when they shot old boy Candy and Steve and uh, Samuel Jackson like yeah! <laughs> that would have been Skip Bayless with that Tom Brady. That would have been Skip yep. Bayless. Yep. I'll promise yep. you. Yep. I'll promise yep. you. Well, he would have took off man. for bereavement. But speaking of taking off, happened. speaking of taking off, did you know Shannon Sharp didn't come in to work the next day? No, Sharp didn't come into work the next day because I'm trying to tell you some shit happened when players see another player down. That's a brotherhood, just like sororities and fraternities and the fraternal order of police and doctors and dentists and obstetricians, basketball players, baseball players. They hate each other on the field, but our brotherhood is strong. Yeah. Because all of our families, all of our wives, all of our mothers, all of our kids, all of our friends are watching these games that we in, that we just gave them 40 free tickets for. Everybody in the stands crying. So somebody care about DeMar Hamlin. Somebody know DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin probably the shining star in their family. But we forget because the NFL is a league and it'd be no-name players, but every player in the league was their best player in their region. And their family is live, not living off of, but that particular person in a lot of families <laughs> The, his income is driving that family to higher levels. Yeah, those kids are living a better life. They go do bigger shit at their cousin Demar house on the summer trips and all that shit because the, my cousin Demar in the league. My cousin Demar, a star. He he played with off the bell. Yeah, and to see this man on the floor grow, about to die, and this man is is doing this for himself, he, he, God himself, his family. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, the, the world stopped, Mister Bayless. But your world didn't stop because you got money and you you to do this and you know, bro, ain't no but how. I heard people from different sports. I mean, from even basketball was like, yo, like I can't even really get into what I'm doing at this game right now because of mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm, they wasn't even mm -hmm, at the game. Mm -hmm, Don't have nothing to do with the sport, but because it represented sports. It represented this young man and somebody. Mm -hmm. We should all feel that. Mm -hmm. We should. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't. And it's like, man, it shouldn't matter if it was the biggest person on the on the on the field or, or the, uh, the least uh, name or somebody on the sidelines just working the game. It don't matter if it was the coach, mm -hmm. right? You right? Mm -hmm. Or the Gatorade board or somebody mm -hmm. in the stand. Mm -hmm. It don't matter, but that's how that's how it breaks down. We we we've done things, bro. Do you know how much money is transacted every time a national football game is aired on TV? Forget just playing the, forget just playing, aired on TV. Do you know how much money is generated from marketing, franchising, motherfucking? Are you serious? You talking about hundred million dollar episode, boy? So. For that to be, you know, and I see it from both sides, but I definitely don't see it from the side of big money and nothing that don't value life. But that's this world, bro. That's this world. And that's why the NFL is show business. 10% talent, 90% business, brother. 
And that's how I go. You, you, that's, they already try to make, that's what the Kyrie Irving situation was about when they try to say, we slaves to this shit and you don't be a slave and all. Well, you kind of got to play along, buddy. You got to, you, you, you not, that's why I tell my daughter, listen, listen, <laughs> talk your tough, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> when my daughter goes to school and she was having little issues in school or whatever, I say, you, when you go to school, you're not yourself. You're a student first. You can be yourself when you get back home. You can be yourself when you get off that bus and walk to the crib, then you turn back into yourself. But when you get off that bus and walk into that school, you are not yourself first. You are not your, you are not there to be yourself. You're there to be a student version of yourself. Going to class and talking when it's time to talk and chill and have fun. But you, your school, you, you're not you, you. When you go to work every day, you're not yourself at work. You're an employee to that job. And then you're yourself. That's how it works. Period point blank. So, you know what I'm saying? That that that's just how it works. So when you're down, things have to move on. But this just wasn't regular down. And I was gonna say what's significant about this injury is have you known every big injury, no matter how bad the injury is, when they caught the playoff, what does he do? They say, give the crowd a thumbs up so we can keep going. That man couldn't give a thumb nothing. But um uh, Praise to God that that wasn't the story. That was not how his life was going to end because we know how God works. God don't care about your friends, family don't care about what you're doing. When's your time to go? Your time to go. Damar Hamlin, please keep him making a speedy, not a speedy recovery. Take your time. Get your body right. See what's going on. The man is in recovery. He's sitting yes. up talking to the doctors, his family. Uh, he is alive. But Amen. football God. is a cruise sport. <laughs> it is. <laughs> because, uh, Kendra, what'd you say you saw? In regards to what the the, uh, the man uh, Demar Hamlin and the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers you was talking about? Oh yeah, so so the the Steelers is something that they do um, every game the CPR football celebration something CPR football celebration and they did that this particular Sunday's game and they're getting <laughs> backlash for doing it because they are saying it's too soon after what happened to. Um, Hamlin, but that's something that they do all already, the time. They do that already. It? So okay. you know, I mean, I don't know how to feel about that, especially if it was something we're already doing. Um, don't stop what you're doing. I mean, they were still celebrating it. Yeah, you, you still got to with the climate of of the world and way things and stuff. You we still got to be just just you know you're right. It is sensitivity, but you still got to be like cautious of what you're doing and and timing and and and. And, and all of that because it's, I mean it affects everybody you know what I'm saying everybody getting it that was a very sensitive it's a situation situa- so, thing yeah, and I, I, I don't I, if it's something they've been doing and it's not like it's a it's a, it a jab I don't see them taking a jab no man. I wasn't you know nothing like that but you're mm-hmm. right I mean they do this definitely gotta be that is kind of sensitive and you know RJ and Kendra cut it out okay <laughs> football is a gladiator sport and it's a blood sport low key so and you say they've been doing the celebration already. They, all, they so always do it. These elite athletes, these alpha males, they they taunting is sixty percent of the, the 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 mental aspect. You know what I mean? Like we got to get in your head and get you out your game. Plus these these Steeler players and Buffalo Bills, they in the same uh, conference, so they rivals. And if they've been doing it already, they definitely ain't finished up doing it now. They probably didn't do it last week. I'm sure you know, a lot of those Steelers players, if not all of them, was crying and praying for that boy when they saw after they finished. They, they did were, do it last week. That's what they were saying. They was tweeting it because they oh said shit. it was too soon. Lord have mercy. Well, what I'm saying is the week the baby got hurt. Oh, okay. No. okay. 
well, the know. week the baby got hurt, I bet you them same players said a prayer for him to live. Yeah. But now I he's agree. alive, so we can be assholes again. Okay? That's how football works. Mm. <laughs> That's just how it works. Okay. <laughs> okay, RJ. Um, you, you warned us, RJ. You warned us, and I didn't believe you, but you warned us. Your boy, Keith Murray. We got some womp womp music. Womp womp womp. Oh, my God. Your boy, Keith Murray, bro. That man. Your boy Keith he got Murray. all the jokes, man. Your he boy. is going in. I don't know what. When, what is it, RJ? I, listen, I think it was. It's kind of like, oh, y'all gonna pay me to say this, and he got some more stories. It's kind of like it, it, you know how when somebody hit a lick and so they the realize they hit a hit. So the first story, one, and the they first keep going back who? for the lick. The first one was who? The first one was uh Jesus Christ. Foxy Brown, right? Foxy, Foxy Brown. Brown. Yeah. That was the but first we thought one he was I... done. We thought no, no, it was no, no, over. No, no, no. He was not close to being done. <laughs> but now we know. <laughs> Man, he came back to the outfit change. And shout out to I think it's the uh Art of Dialogue uh podcast that have him on there. Shout out to them. Uh, you know. Uh, but they have him on there and he's just running the muck, man. Um just talking about, I think the next thing he talked about was Shauna. Shauna, yep. And yeah, so what about <laughs> shout out to Shauna, Chicago's own Chicago Shana. queen. Yes, Come on yes. Now. And she handled it with grace and style, man. I, I follow Shauna on IG. Shauna loved me. She, Every time I see Shauna, I say, she, she so laughed so about so it. And, you know, it was funny to her and really was like, hey, man, y'all just keep them in your prayers. You know, just real like, yes, they're talking that, crazy, right? that, but that's that's real. That's real talk. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, I seen a I seen an interview with Reggie Wright. I think uh, Reggie <laughs> Wright Jr. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, he said, oh, quote on his uh, interview, he said something about that he looked at looked like a, a crackhead. So oh, I'm not, on, I'm, not saying, I'm not I got, saying, I'm not saying Keith Murray. I gotta watch it. I'm not saying I don't know. I'm not putting that out there, but that's what he said. And when I looked at it. I gotta agree. I gotta agree. Shauna I gotta posted agree. that. You look kind of crazy. Shauna said that y'all need to stop calling me and hit me up about this leaf head. What is leaf? Mm, weed is no, no. We, weed is a flower. Weed is okay. weed is when you when you go to dispensaries and get marijuana, it's a flower. It's buds. So weed ain't leaf. That's, so what is leaf? Leaf is PCP, I think, right? Oh, oh I don't know. Yeah, Some think, type of drug, I guess. I think it's PCP. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure it's, it's a hallucinogen. Yeah. Um, it, it went from hilarious. It, it has its funny moments because everybody is funny. I, like, just because you're ailing from something, people, just because you're ailing from something don't mean that you're not still your personable, beautiful. You can't be a beautiful person and suffer from some type of addiction. You are a beautiful person. You just suffer from something and you need to get you some help. And from what I seen from it, I didn't watch the whole thing, but what I seen is somebody that probably needs some help because he's about to pull his dick out. When he about to pull his dick out, I turned it off. Yeah. The man said, no, not in here, bro. Not in here. Not on this. Not on this. He said, you might have to black up. What he say? Blink this out? Or yeah, something? he said, he's like, I could have been a porn star. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait a minute, man. Hold on. What are so, you doing? Serious as ever. Like. <laughs> so this is, I hope they doing this so this man can, or anybody that's suffering can see that you suffering. You get you some help. I mean, I, it's entertaining, but it's not, too, man. I, it's like just, if you care about people, it, it, it turns from entertaining to, to to concerning. But the nigga said some shit about Superhead that was hilarious. He said, 
Her hair is so good. Her mouth should come with a cape. I said, a cape on her mouth? Ooh, he wow. said, and then when she started, his dick had a cape and they was flying around the room. I said, now nah, that's some good head right there. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he is funny. Shout out. He's a funny dude and is a very talented rapper, too, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, beyond this podcast, like just for the youngest that's checking it out and probably like, you know, random scene, like, who the hell is Keith Murray? Whatever. They're all laughing Google. at him now. Google, Google. him. He's pretty dope. Google. He was pretty dope Google. back in the day. Uh, I'm pretty sure the rapping skills are there, but it's just a sign. He was of one of the seeing... most revered rappers out there at the time. Keith Murray was one yeah. of the ones that, man, was was revered and at the top of the game. And he's dope. Because what you do, drugs will take you down, it, kids. Yeah. So these pills and stuff, man, y'all just just watch, watch that stuff, man. Like it, it, it it'll catch up to you. And you don't really know when it catch up to you. You just be looking like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I it's just funny, but because it's like I've been the young cat and he, and Keith Murray reminds me of the cats that used to hang out in front of the liquor store with them stories. And they talk just like that. They talk, they tell you the funny stories or then the cats that we used to, when we was underage drinking, we used to get them money. <laughs> to wine get the liquor, you wine, know, good, old, good old fashioned wine. Yeah. All the but you wine know they had a wine, but yeah, but do you know what they was doing too? You know what I'm saying? They was doing the other stuff as well, but just the way he said his story, the way he was acting, it kind of remind you reminded me of that. And I remember being young, seeing the winos and stuff like that. And wondering, like, how did they? And you hear stories. I know you. We all seen some winos and stuff in the neighborhood, and you hear these stories about how remarkable some of them was. They some really of them were, were yep, like yep, yep. Uh, hood hood hoop stars mm-hmm. or athletes mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. very smart or, or you know, you outstanding know, people wild. with a story yeah. that you couldn't believe. That you couldn't believe. And, and, and you hear these stories and it's like, you never see, you just see this result of that. But just really like getting older and seeing like, man, seeing the younger mm-hmm. Keith Murray or whatever, and then just seeing him act like this, it's like, man, what is what is going on? Yeah, and that's what I said. It goes from entertaining. It goes. It has its ups and downs. It has its very funny moments. It's like, damn, that took a dark turn. Then hilarious. And bro, what's wrong with bro? They're funny. They're concerning. They're concerning. They're funny. It, it was a whole. <laughs> it was it's exactly a roller coaster. Like that. It's a roller coaster. It was it's a roller, exactly like because, that. Because okay, now listen. If you don't know both sides of it, that's where a lot of these young kids not gonna know. They are gonna tune it out because they are not gonna see the progression. But I'm from 91 mm. to 2023. Keith Murray, man, then lived a life at the top. But I mean, bro, when you suffering, you suffering. And there's people suffering from way more than drug addiction. You suffering from bullshitting yourself. You suffering from procrastination. You suffering from gambling. You suffering from uh, not knowing how to handle credit cards and just keep fucking them up and don't want to tell nobody you need help. A lack of seeking help is just enabling you to be fucked up. And a lot of people suffer from that. Don't know how to get help. Don't know how to ask for help. Don't know how to be open to people helping them. So stop being addicted to bullshit and get addicted to living life better. Chocolate gumbo, bitch. Yeah. Because <laughs> that nigga Keith Murray, whatever that nigga smoking, do not smoke it. It is not for children. <laughs> it is not for children. Dude, this nigga. Didn't you say he said something about Bill Cosby's daughter? Oh, With all due respect, oh, according oh to Keith God. Murray, according to Keith Murray, he says she, she looked just like Bill Cosby, so okay. he couldn't get it up or something. Man. Oh, he couldn't do what? 
It said something about it couldn't get it up because her face looked just like beer. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. Would you like a pudding pop looking ass? Yeah, and he said something about a pudding pop. Lord. He see, made pudding see. pop references. That's what I'm saying. He, yeah. okay. He's he being entertaining, that. but come he's on. He's definitely bro. entertaining. I mean, like I said, shout out to the, the to the podcast. A shout out, man, you know. Much that, respect, that, Keith much Murray. Respect Mark, Keith big Murray, fan, man. bro. I just want to see you at your best. I don't want to see yeah. you out here. These stories are cool, but it's kind of like, hey, man, we don't want to see you out here. We want to see. We don't need. We don't. We don't need to say no more stories, man. Leave, leave them, leave them alone, man. Because you, you getting out of hand with <laughs> all the stories. Hey, look, the the more the more tragic the story. Because the, guess, so what's, the guess what's going to happen? Already guess what's got them on the line yeah, right yeah. now. Already, yeah. already about to yeah. pay that man 20 bands. And you know yeah. what's going to happen with that. Anywho, but what they need to do is pick rappers like Keith Murray and do a Keith Murray biopic. But don't call it a Keith Murray biopic and just do it. Boy, Keith Murray was one of them dudes, man. Yeah, He's he a right. wild cat. I know he a wild cat, so I know he's been through some wild ass shit. Yeah, he definitely wild cat, man. Once again, shout out to Keith Murray, man. <laughs> Oh God, man! Is that all with the current events? I mean, Tory Lane. We got Tory Lanez and Kanye West always still floating Jesus, in the Jesus. in the ether. We gonna pray for Kanye. Still praying for Kanye and Tory Lanez. We we know y'all still regular people under all of that stardom. Y'all y'all still regular people somewhere deep down. Uh, Kanye West kids was uh, on the internet going viral, and <laughs> when I say Northwest look like Kanye because he painted a little goatee. With the, the way the eyes set, that's your baby, brother. Hey, you that got to pay some child support for that one because that is you right there. <laughs> Kanye, I love you, brother. I'm supporting you. I root for you in every way possible. But Northwest look just like with that little goatee painted on. Look just, and I'm like, damn, that look act, like I thought that like was somebody that. acting like that. That was really Kim Kardashian and Northwest. I'm like, whoa, that is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Shout out to Kanye, man. What's that with, with Tory Lanes? Did he get a sentence or no? He's still about that? I'm he, trying to figure out why they're just saying he got a new lawyer. Like for what? I like mean, he got Shug Knight old lawyer. So um, I think Tory Lanez is gonna pursue this. Somebody got to get the litigation together. You know what I mean? Because he sat on this charge, and, and like I said, when you sitting in jail for six months at a time, you want to get the fuck out of there. You feel me? Like for real, he got to appeal. He can appeal his. Can he appeal it and all that? Can I'm you appeal a criminal conviction? I'm, I'm pretty sure, but I don't. I, I don't. I think it's a maybe a time limit. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know 100 percent about it, but I definitely will uh, look more into it and so we can figure out. Because I figured if they found him guilty, sitting a sentence in the something right. be coming up. So. Yeah. No RIPs well, today. Thank God, no uh, RIPs today. Thank God, no thank RIPs. God. Thank no. God. Thank God. Thank God. There's been a lot of people passing, but we still here. But you know what? I wanted to um ask y'all about do y'all deal with quite crazy exes what around do you mean, here? Deal with, like what do you mean? Have deal y'all with? had a situation where you know you dealt with a person in your life and they just won't let you move on and they just turn crazy on you? Your ex, like you trying to put them in the past, moving, moving towards your future, and here come this person. Stalking, ringing, chasing. Have y'all have y'all had that? Have y'all had? Go ahead, RJ. (laughs) Have you Uh, had a crazy ex? (laughs) uh, I I mean, you know what? I had crazy people that that became my ex, but Mm, profound. But not necessarily. Yeah, but not necessarily was doing crazy things. They had enough sense. If if it's like I'm done, I'm done. They had tried to put up a little fight. 
but I didn't really have that kind of thing. That's mostly women deal with that a little bit more than men. But mm. men deal with a lot, but women deal with that, that a little bit more. Than men. I don't know. I don't know. No, wait, what you mean? The women it's deal way, with the constant, with the constant. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. I think that number's way more closer than that, brother. If you had a hundred percent of everything and it was men versus women that's crazy exes that won't leave the other the ex alone, you gotta go. That's that that's fifty three forty seven, bro. We're probably more I, I I think it's more men than it is women, but it is close. The line is closed. If you're talking about man, please. What? No, I'm I'm not saying it's like a, a stupid difference, but I just believe it's more for women. I, I mean, it is women because I, I do you know. Say, I'm trying to get clarification. He said it's more, more dudes that's territorial yes. that won't okay. let go than it women is are territorial, but women also have a pride of man. I ain't playing the second. It's the pride of I, I ain't second for nobody, and it make the that. fallback a little bit better. But no. guys, they they just be like, no, that's think, my girl. I think it depends on no. <laughs> what what sign you are. No. <laughs> okay, we talking. Hold on, we talking. We talking about baby mamas too. You gotta oh, talk about baby mamas. Well, you out your fucking mind, then, RJ. Ain't no motherfucking <laughs> way in hell if we talking about baby mamas. You talking about men won't let go more than women. You out your fucking mind. Women have kids just to keep the nigga. Are you serious right now, RJ? Come on, RJ. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, no, no, you're right. But it be mm-hmm. niggas that be mm-hmm. on that too, dog. Mm-hmm. It so, be but, but be on for the most too. part, what do you mm-hmm. hear? These men be committing actual murders. From the women that they can't have, I you don't hear a lot of women out here. Yes, I murdering do. Kendra and more RJ. than men. I do. I've, 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 I've had Kendra and RJ. My wife watched Snap, so oh, I was about to say I watched Snap. Upset, met the wrong man on BT. Women killing these dudes, man, like, knocking these motherfuckers off. The hell out of them, or getting uh, get the side me? dude to take them out, and then they both go That's down. Just Y'all crazy. Tripping. Hey, we got to be careful out here, man. For real, like women and men, because it's some crazy exes, it's crazy. Some so, what you mean here. about crazy? What's your definition of crazy, Kendra? So, well, I, because most, crazy means dangerous. Crazy means you're in danger. I've never been in danger. I haven't either. Either I have not been in danger, but I'm trying Stalkers. to figure out how to say this. <laughs> yeah, you got to be more specific because crazy. Make it plain. I mean, it's okay, so I crazy have I've been married most of my life, so I really don't have an experience like that. But from the dating aspect of me just dating, I some people that I've dated, I'm a little nervous about some actions that's just that's transpiring. So I'm trying to handle it in a certain way, but don't look over. I here. just feel like you and your ex boyfriend stay y'all crazy ass over there. Don't look over here. Boyfriend, I've been dating. But there's some people out here that do weird things when they right, don't feel right. like they don't okay, have Megan. you. I okay, don't know Megan. how to explain. Okay, what Megan. I'm Megan. Megan. Hold on, Megan. Hold on, Megan. Hold on, Megan. How? Can, let me, let's do this uh, chocolate gumbo question. Chocolate gumbo question. Can you have an ex if y'all was never in a relationship? Chocolate gumbo. Mm-hmm. So that is something because I, I find myself. Megan, Megan. I'm going to say yes. yes. Thank you, Megan. It's an ex. If it's a dating ex, if it's a relationship ex, if it's a husband ex, boyfriend ex, girlfriend ex, whatever, it's an ex. So an ex person that I've dated. Okay. A few of them has kind of been a little... So dated people get territorial more than relationships. Surprisingly, people? I've just, I, I've experienced that. And yes, and I don't even know how, but it, it happens. In dating, have no you had, commitments. Have you had a worse 
separation experience with people that you dated worse than your like ex husbands? The experience in regards to how they act. Yes. Mm. Yes. So it's been worse. Yes, it was separating from people you dated. Not for me. Than the people you were married to. So for me, no. But for the person. It's yes, like from okay, so I'm saying yes because of the actions that came behind the person that I stopped a person of the people I've stopped dating, opposed to when I left my marriages, they didn't act like that because they was done, they was tired. They, I left the marriages, they wanted to be free. No, I left you, man. If she it. left it, it don't I matter the because the marriage, if you left the man and he didn't chase after you, he wanted you I to leave. He didn't chase, I said it didn't get crazy. Well, I could say they were they were crazy exes. No, it shouldn't be a right because he probably he probably let you know where he stood, and you probably said, No, I don't stand this way. And he probably realized, like, Okay, well, you ain't with it. What are we? I ain't about to fight you over it. I mean, but it was easier transitioning to be, out of that in the matter you would think of not that being would be scared. Worse. You would think, so for the average listener, people who haven't even been married, they will probably think getting out of a marriage, you would deal with a crazy ex versus getting out of a relationship. But it seems it that's not the case. It I seems from what you're telling me, on. and the dating scene is really whack. It's something uh, going on these days. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no commitment. Knowing I, I'm dating. Okay, you know what? We're not for each other, and I'm just gonna you're gonna move okay, forward. Okay, that's a big deal. It's been a big deal. Really? It's been a big deal. And I, I can't. I'm mm-hmm. trying to understand it. Have you Have you experienced that? Have I ever had a crazy ex? Yes, my daughter's old. My oldest daughter's mom was very trialsome. She uh, used to call me with a disguised voice. Uh, call her ID blocked. Uh, was letting the air out the chick tires that crib I was over, just not flattening the tires or put a nail behind it or something. Um, she knew how to take the pen out. She was cold blooded. She was she was definitely definitely different. But I got a question for y'all: Have y'all ever been the crazy ex? See, people say oh, I heard the crazy ex. You was a crazy ex too. I think I've never been the crazy ex. When it's time to go, it's time to go. And I've always been like that. I used to be a bit of a hmm, dog-ass nigga, but um, when it comes to leaving people alone, I can make myself leave you alone. I can make myself leave you alone, and I'm with your dog ass. So you know I can make myself leave you alone. If you gone and the shit over with, I'll get over it. Like, I'll just take that L. You know what I mean? But I think that's where I'm at now. I'm tired of taking L's, but I ain't never been no crazy ex. You ever been a crazy ex? You ever did something crazy? Bust out. Oh, I did. Damn it. Back in the 90s. Uh, <laughs> it spoke too damn shit. soon. I got, I got, I got, I've grown. I matured. I matured. I, I evolved. He I've evolved. too damn soon. Uh, Melissa, I'm sorry I broke your mirrors off your Ford Escort <laughs> in Evergreen Plaza Mall. I broke both of the bitches off. Bink, bink. So I think you that's broke the mirrors off the wow, car. Both, both side mirrors, not just one, both of them off the car. Vroom, vroom. I told you I used to be strong. He was hurt. Yeah, I was fucked up. <laughs> that was hurt. I, I cheated and she cheated and I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> but I was that's like 18, 19. Yeah, so I was out there. You open. needed that. My fault. No, no, no. I cheated with two, three people. She fucked two, three people at once. Yeah, had, had a Menage Trois. She had a, <laughs> shut up, you. She had a Menage Trois with her best friend and my homie from my singing group. Oh, 
on some motherfucking uh, what was that group? Uh, what would it do if your son was at home? I don't know. I don't flow. Oh, so she gave them, okay. she gave somebody else a Menage a Trois, not you? Yeah, she did. Uh, I, I cheated right. on her. Fuck I think that. I think I cheated on her and I gave her a little something. Cheated a little something. Okay. And yeah, I think I gave her something. <laughs> TMI. TMI. Yeah, I, I gave her something. And then uh, we're going to have to bleep her name out because now everybody going to know she had chlamydia, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and she we I, I moved from Chicago. I got my little pills. I moved from Chicago. <laughs> And as I as I I got a note that said one day, no, she said she called me crying, talking about my homeboy took advantage of her. I'm like, what? <laughs> he raped me. Man, I'll call that motherfucker. Man, what the fuck going on? He's like, man, look, your girl and her best friend came and knocked me down. The nigga looked just like one of them swift niggas. Yeah, one of them swift niggas. My nigga swift ain't like that, but my man Nick from back in the day, our singer group. All day long, swole Carmel nigga swole, sing his ass off, right? So the nigga say, I I I'll put you on. I said, man, stop lying. He said, I'll put you on three way with a girl right now. Just don't say nothing. Back when three way was the original internet, remember three way? Yeah, he telling the whole story. So listen, y'all. oh yeah, I'm gonna get chocolate come <laughs> on today. Um, so I call. She called me crying, saying that he raped her, right? I call him, snapping on him, because this is my dog. This is my boy. This is my bro. You know what I'm saying? We done did some... We done ran yeah, through a man. few of them. <laughs> Put it like that. We done ran through a few of them, right? He was mad at him. So he I call her. Right. right. Hey, RJ, mad. get out of my business, motherfucker. You. Hold on. So, so you don't do this without me, dog? So look, she called me crying. I call him snapping. He called her best friend said, don't say nothing. He called the best friend and said, man, what y'all doing? What you say? Who y'all who? Man, what you doing, girl? Nothing chilling with Man, it was crazy the other night. When I'm playing digging a little while. I mean, he's like, well, I didn't know your best friend was even into me like that. She had said, been saying something, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we just wanted to try something with you, and then you was the one we wanted to try with, and it was great. So we trying to see when we're going to do it again. He's like, all right, well, uh, let me hit you back in a minute. Damn. I'm sitting there like heart. I'm talking about stomach hurting. Do you hear me? Pit of the stomach, heart bleeding, head hurting, and she she shaped up like Lizzo. So I'm telling you, Lizzo, <laughs> he broke the windows off. <laughs> so I love. That's why I said Lizzo. I always been in the big beautiful motherfucking chicks. You understand me, Lizzo? You ain't nowhere wrong. Nothing wrong with you. I didn't like them all sizes. Uh, oh. mid-size <laughs> with a, a pink and blue jogger suit on and oh, Lizzo Lord. size with all our goodies out with big legs, big calves, big stomach, big booty, big shoulders, pretty face, all that. So ain't nothing wrong with you big girls because I'll break the windows off your motherfucking car if you do a three-way with motherfucking oh, my nigga from the singing group again. <laughs> that was yeah. supposed to have been his three-way, goddammit. Fuck hey. is you talking about? So yes, I, I wasn't a <laughs> crazy ex, but I, I, was a crazy I, I did do I have a crazy moment. I had a crazy moment. You was I, Okay, I didn't try to get moment. her back or nothing like that. I'm telling yeah. y'all what hurt him. It wasn't a cheating. It was a threesome with his boy. Because <laughs> he couldn't get it or didn't Fuck get y'all. it. He Fuck wanted y'all. that threesome. See, Listen, that's why I don't I'm tell the real shit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that's that. my dog. And I'm telling you how guys think. He was That but that took him over the top. It wasn't a regular cheat. It's like, are oh, you going to get this nigga a threesome? And you ain't give me one? Mm. 
And her best friend was thick too. So I went, and, and, and I've been wanting to take the best friend down. I've been wanting to take the best friend down. So that's this what it was. This is 1997 right here. Finest Chicago. Finest 1997. <laughs> right around February, April. Oh, Lord. The shit. The, no, I moved in. I think I moved in the summer. My hand itching this, Lord. My, I moved in the summer of uh, like 97. Yeah, well, don't mean. Let me get the itchy money. And she called me around October. Bro, I moved in. Uh, I moved in August. She called me in October. Not even two months. I was gone sixty days, and they fucking in the mouth. Damn. Excuse me, kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I have never been a crazy ex. Um, you ain't never did nothing crazy though. You never did nothing crazy. Everybody did something crazy. Fuck out of here. She's a Leo. The hell you mean? She ain't did nothing crazy. <laughs> See that love? Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that's color purple love. I ain't going, bro. <laughs> I setting that sale. I setting that sale like to rot to death until I seed you in the market that day. You hear that laugh? You told Harpo to beat me. Go ahead. You did something yeah, crazy. She did something. See, Leo. Ain't no way in hell. She I am not the crazy ex. Mm. And that's <laughs> okay. That's all she's going to say. Okay. Women RJ, have a way with words. RJ, you ain't never did nothing crazy? Yeah, I did. I did. Damn I did. it. Damn it. Well, you know you Two married, so that's in your past. We done talked about enough past today. Let's get to the meme of the day and let's get the <laughs> fuck off this episode <laughs> before wait, I bring wait, up some wait, more wait, bullshit wait. Uh-huh, that y'all ain't supposed uh-huh. to know about. Hold up. Why we can't hear about his story? Because that's in his past. That's, that's in the past. past. He's mad. He's mad. You didn't tell your story. Did you tell your story? No, she didn't. I don't have one. All right. Yeah, all right. right. That's all right. Well, that's, that's his story, too. He don't that's have it. one. He's right. Kim, you're right, man. We all been, we all played both parts of it. You know what I'm saying? At some point in our life, we all been the crazy one. Now, I would say this. Crazy meaning that you have a crazy moment or crazy meaning that you're persistent on coming back like stalkers. That's two different things. Yeah. Because you could be hurt like what you did and you had a crazy moment. You wasn't like, oh girl, please be back with me. Where you at? I'm coming to your job. I'm coming to your mama house. Right. You wasn't doing that. You just got pissed and broke the windows. I was like, alright, I feel better. You had a crazy moment. It did make me feel better. I it wanted did. My it did. It's like man, I wanted my threesome. That's why I broke both mirrors. Off. I know. For, well, yeah. for each girl. Yeah, I get it. So the guy that I was dating that I wasn't in a relationship with uh-huh. told me mm-hmm. he said that I hope whoever you next in a relationship with, I'm a no. He said I'm gonna torment him. <laughs> he said I'm gonna torment him and I'm gonna have him jumped on. I, I'm gonna make sure that y'all not happy. This a recent ex. Um, it was next. It was an ex dating a person. I How dated. long ago? A few Lord, months ago. Lord help us. A few months ago. So at this point, why you, you got to, hold on. What I'm saying is you got to be gay dating an old school dude if he gonna get somebody jumped on. It's just crazy to even be told that. That like, is a 1990s threat. That is a 1990s threat what? right there. He gonna get he a wasn't, he wasn't I serious. only dated this man for 30 days. Motherfucker gonna get the foo put on him. That's crazy. <laughs> he must have had the best. He must have had the best study in he, he ever had. I don't know what he experienced, but <laughs> that he must have been the best thirty days he ever go. had. If he said he about to get somebody jumped on. But when you realize you ain't compatible with somebody, I mean, just be real about it. Don't y'all want real shit in your life? Like, don't I be mean, mad because it didn't work out. Go, don't try to change for that person. Some people I just want what you. they want. No, I say it all the time. Do some you? people just want what they want. They'll see you and they want what they want from you. They don't want you, and they damn sure don't want you to for, to for you. They want you for themselves, and that's what people get a lot of this attention, a lot of this uh, 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 fake love get wrapped up in it because you didn't know. First of all, you didn't know it what they wanted. 
you don't know if they in touch with themselves, right? Okay, here come the here come the uh, uh, chocolate gumbo. You don't know if they want you or what they want from you or if they want you for you or you for them. But y'all done went all in. You feel me? You done went all in and had sex and start going out and meeting family and doing all this shit. And even know if y'all toxicity levels and y'all match a balance. And by the time that shit settle out, one be up here and the other one be down there, but y'all so connected. And then y'all stuck in that space. Period. Y'all never get no closer and only get farther apart. And then when you like, fuck it, this ain't working. Nah, where you going? You stay here with me. We we ain't right, but we gonna get right and never get right. Never do nothing to get right. You never change you, and I can't change me. This is who I am. This is who we are. But y'all stuck in that space now. Now y'all ain't got bills and an apartment and a car and then had a baby. And then y'all stuck in this fucking space and can't never get out of it. So please be careful out here when you dating and soul tying and putting your motherfucking self in people's life. Be careful. It ain't about how long you wait to have sex with somebody. It's are you in touch with yourself? Because once you start loving you, and once you start being all about you, that's why I said it's me season. If you're not all about you, you can't be about nothing else at all. Chocolate gumbo, bitch. All right, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do the meme that's of the day. Funny meme of the day. Um, so I saw a meme um, that I resonated with, and it said, "Best friends, soulmates are a real thing." And I'm grateful I found you. So oh I Lord, do y'all believe oh in Lord. your best this friend could be your soulmate? This beautiful black woman just said the nigga that she used to fuck with gonna get a nigga jumped on, and now she's looking just, for a soulmate. You're gonna I, get somebody beat up, man. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm not looking for it. I just feel like I have a best friend. When I saw this meme, this post, I can resonate with that because I have a best friend that I feel like we're okay. soulmates okay. as friends. I like, you were about dude. no, I ain't talking about no dude. I said the thing said best oh, friend. Lord help us, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you think that a friend could be a soulmate? Um, yeah, absolutely. Soulmates don't have to be somebody. You, people in our lives come I'm into them for a reason. So, a lot of soulmates, a parent can be a soulmate. You feel me? Like soulmates ain't just something that you fall in love with. Soulmates are people that y'all got kindred souls and y'all just so happen to gravitate toward each other and be in the right place to where y'all can. Yeah. So absolutely. That's what absolutely. we got. My bestie, she knows she is. <laughs> Jennifer, shouts out to you, G. Oh, you know Lord. we here. I love oh, you, girl. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know she's gonna do it. I knew I was waiting. Cause she deserve it. Oh. That's my boo thing. I love my friend. <laughs> Oh Jesus! So, what is that time of day, man? It's we gotta let time. it go. It's it's felt, this time. this felt, it really it felt good today. It really yeah. did, man. This is chocolate gumbo. We just—it's always a pleasure bringing y'all the heat, and we gonna keep bringing it. I'm R.J. Mitchell, and I'm Kendra, and I am Big Keith. And shout out to R.J. for these wonderful microphone stands, <laughs> the new camera view, <laughs> our new backdrop remodeled. Okay. Hey, we got more <laughs> and, coming to you. Him and Mrs. Mitchell letting us do this uh, in their uh, wonderful uh, establishment. Thank this is you. this is a great place. I'm glad I'm doing this with y'all. And I'm comedian Big Keith, who is Big Keith on Instagram. I got my old Facebook page back, so get ready for more videos. <laughs> and go to Chocolate Gumbo Instagram, Ooh. Chocolate Gumbo yes. Facebook, Chocolate Gumbo YouTube page. We're going to be on Spotify. We're going to be everywhere you need the streaming service to be. <laughs> so yeah, um, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Both are Chocolate Gumbo the podcast. Look us up, follow us, 
uh, leave post comments, tag us and whatever you may want to talk about. Hey, meet us there. Meet us there, y'all. Until next time, it's always real. It's always fun. Let's let's end it out on a high note, y'all. Let's party. Chocolate, chocolate, gum, boom, chocolate, 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 gum, boom. Hey, y'all. Enjoy the rest of y'all week, y'all. Until next time, signing off. Chocolate, chocolate, gum, boom.